You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your head, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, place an order, and get $10 off your first purchase with the code Locked On. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of JasonCouch.com, and this is uh, this has been a very roller coaster day. I'm not going to get into why the early parts of today were such a roller coaster. Y'all have already heard me rant on that. We don't need to repeat that. Just go back to Sunday's episode and li- listen to it again. Um, so this is going to be somewhat happy. This is the first of two episodes I plan on releasing on this late Wednesday evening. And they're obviously positive things to talk about, baseball things to talk about. The MLB draft was tonight. The Blue Jays did very well. We are going to talk about that in the second episode we have coming up, so be on the lookout for that. We will be talking about the shiny new toy that the Blue Jays picked up in the draft that I'm very happy about. But I need to clear some stuff out of the way first, and that will involve dealing with the negative And the negative is that while the MLB draft is going on, it has become clear that might be the last baseball action we get for a little bit because the negotiations between the MLB Players Union and the MLB itself are going rather poorly. Shocking, right? I know. But it just seems clearer and clearer that there's one side that actually cares about playing the game and, you know, the well-being of its employees while playing said game. And there's another side that just cares about grubbing all the money it can and assuming none of the risk and just trying to line their pockets during a national crisis. And if you haven't figured out what side is which... From those descriptions, I would give your head a shake. Yeah. So the two sides are continuously going back and forth. The owners have put out a 50-game plan. And obviously players aren't too thrilled about that because that is a major, major pay cut. Uh, They countered with a 100-game plan. Seem to be a little much at this stage in the game, but all right. Owners countered with a 75 game plan, but at, a, at only 75% of their salary, which the players have already agreed to cut in half. So the player's recent proposal was an 89 game season at the full prorated value um, with a 16 team playoff. And It looks like they're starting to edge closer. The players are starting to kind of edge closer like, okay, we don't need the full amount of games. We can just play, you know, round half. And I think that's what a lot of people were expecting. 
but the owners still are not negotiating in good faith. And it's, it seems like they don't want to try and, and get this thing to work. And it's, it's just, they, I think they know they're losing the PR battle. Because we have started to see some of these owners come out into the media and cry poor. And just be like, we don't have enough money. And like, Tom Ricketts of the Cubs, who, by the way, if you had to rank the 30 owners in terms of least trustworthy when it comes to talking with the public, Tom Ricketts is number, is the least trustworthy. He is number 30. And that includes Jim Crane. Who went out there and basically denied that he knew his team was cheating. Tom Ricketts is that bad. He is the absolute worst. So, Tom Ricketts comes out and he's like, mm, the, Well, baseball doesn't make a lot of cash. And and, and we we put it right back into... Um, baseball made $10.7 billion last season. And if you're telling me you're putting all that back into the team, um, <laughs> definitely not seeing it with uh, with player salaries. Definitely not seeing it with domestic violence prevention on the Cubs. But that's that's another rant. Basically, Ricketts is trying to argue that you know the owners don't take money out of their out of their team. And yeah, no, that's that's why the Cubs decided to try and slash payroll and 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 try to, you know, basically scrimp so they had some extra money to throw to the to the reelection campaign. And they're like, oh, we put seven hundred and fifty million dollars in in the ballpark, and 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 like, good, you have to because. If you don't, people are staying home and watching on TV and not paying $15 for one beer. They're not paying $6 for a bag of popcorn. And you know, you know the Cubs have never been one to shy away from just, you know, being, being ex- extra vigilant in finding money-making opportunities. That's why they... Uh, it's why they built the bleachers up to block Wrigleyville so they could get those people into the ballpark instead of watching from the rooftop across the street. They, they've taken a lot of the poetry out of the game with their actions. And again, it's just, it's, cry, it's billionaires crying poor. Like, you can't tell me Tom Ricketts doesn't have the money to save it. And, you know... Others started following his lead. Bill DeWitt Jr., who is the owner of the Cardinals. And, you know, that says something that the Cubs owners and the Cardinals owners are are the first people, you know, coming out on it. And he's just like, oh, baseball isn't very profitable and, and, and the players have to know. And, again, billion-dollar industry. Ten-billion-dollar industry. Doesn't sound like you're not doing too badly. And like, you you can't fudge the numbers on that. Like you can you can say, Oh, you're you're investing in the ballpark and, and upgrade. 
those costs are still factored into your budget and you're still making $10 billion. Do not try to tell me that you're suddenly hard up without baseball. Don't tell me you're going to the food bank. None of these guys are going to the food bank. They're going to the freaking yachts. And and like I said, they know they're losing the publicity battle in this. And and DeWitt said so in, in his radio interview on 590 The Van in St. Louis, not in Toronto. And he's like, they think owners are hiding profits. There's been a bit of disruption. You think? Because, you, you know, you made an agreement in March and all of a sudden decided to start, you know, reneging on it instantly when he thought you could pull it back. It's, it's silly. Like, and, and, you know, the players know it's just absolutely silly. In the same, uh, in response to Ricketts coming out. Jason Kipnis, who is with the Cubs now, uh, knows knows that they're going to try and take whatever they can get now. And that's why the union is fighting so hard to try and get things in place. Now, one of the things the owners did give up was uh, draft pick compensation for free agents, which seemingly would be a good thing for players because a lot of... A lot of times in off-seasons, we've seen uh, players linger in free agency because teams don't want to give up the draft pick compensation, but that didn't reach its head until like 2016 when we saw um, Kendris Morales lingering until June or Craig Kimbrell lingering. Um, Like, it, it doesn't happen near enough for the players to give up another 25% of their remaining salary and have no protection from the virus if they go out there. Because, again, owners aren't going to the ballpark. I can tell you that right now. They're not going there. They're not putting themselves at risk. They're, they're putting all the risk on the players and, and the umpires and the crew. And if they aren't going to do that, then they have to make sure those people are protected. And so far, they don't seem to want to do that either. They just want to roll the dice with, with all the other states and just be like, eh, if you get it, you get it. Which, you know, might be fine if you're a finance analyst or something like that. But when your career is based on your athletic ability, losing 20 to 30% of your lung capacity is a very good way of shortening that career. So, yeah, guess what side I'm on. Um, I want to talk about another owner and the things he said in a sec. But first, I want to talk to y'all about the fine sponsors at Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It's coated in 100% chocolate, so you don't even know you're eating healthy while you're doing it. The bars range from 110 to 170 calories. They're low in sugar. They're low in carbs. They are high in fiber and protein. They come in 16 flavors. Some have nuts, some don't. I'm I'm kind of, I can't really decide. Because I like, like the coconut almond, but I also like the banana cream. I don't know. I'm all over the place. But they're all really good. Um, and, you know, they're, they're a good way to stay 
on track to lose weight because then you get that treat, fills you up, and then you're not, you know, dummying a bag of chips at 9 p.m. So if you want to get your hands on some of those Built Bars yourself, right now if you go to BuiltBar.com and enter the promo code Locked On, you get $10 off your first order. That makes it like $40 Canadian. That's pretty good. Like for something that tastes, you know, more like a candy bar than like those Cliff Bars that do. So go to BuiltBar.com, enter that promo code Locked On, get that $10 off your first order, and start treating yourself as you lose weight. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back. So I have one more owner that I'm going to pick on who decided to stick his neck out and try and reel the PR battle back in for the owners because, hey, they are losing right now. They're they are not even close. Like, this is not a good time for billionaires to go to the public and be like, "Eh, well, we, we poor. No, nobody's buying it. And uh, Arizona Diamondbacks owner, well, managing general partner, Ken Kendrick, said that if they had revenue sharing and a salary cap, labor relations would be so much better. And he's like, why is why is it baseball is the only sport without revenue sharing? And why is it the only one without some some form of a salary cap? And said we wouldn't even be in a discussion if they had it. Well, that's not exactly true, Ken. There has been like a competitive split for a while. It's why people are just like, oh, the Marlins have have their payroll down in the basement and they're getting all the money from from ad revenues and stuff to try and make up for it. So there is a level of splitting already in MLB. But, you know, that also definitely doesn't, you know, prevent lockouts from happening. Like, there were there were work stoppages in all three of the NBA, the NFL, and the NHL. And Major League Baseball has managed to avoid that for some time. But it's clear that baseball owners are looking at the other owners. And I, I've said this in previous podcasts. They're looking at the other owners and like, oh, I want to be an NFL owner and not have to, you know, pay people $20 million, which... I mean, you can do that, but then you won't have a good quarterback. But they look at at the NHL and like, oh, they only have seven million dollars, seventy billion dollar payroll. I want that. Well, like that that just means, you know, it. If you want a salary cap in there, that's going to affect both the top teams and the bottom teams and you're not going to get the votes needed to implement that even on the owner side like the Diamondbacks can say that because they're a mid-tier club they spent money in the offseason they signed Madison Bumgarner so they're willing to be in that middle ground but if you're telling Marlins ownership that all of a sudden they have to spend double their payroll they're not going to do that they're not going to go for that tell the Pirates they have to double their payroll tell the Rays 
they're going to be angry. And then you look at the other teams like the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Dodgers. Well, maybe not the Red Sox anymore, just because, you know, they're crying poor too. But um, Atlanta, the Angels, and you're being like, all right, you, you can only spend $110 million. Again, there's there's going to be no support for that on that side because that's how those teams win. That's how they stay in contention. You're going to tell the Yankees that, you know, you might have to endure some lean years because you can't afford to keep both Glaber Torres and Aaron Judge while you have Giancarlo Stanton on payroll? No, they're not going to go for that. And then you're going to be like, well, we're trying to implement the salary cap, so we need the players to roll back their salaries. And that's not going to fly either. It just doesn't make sense in baseball. And the owners are definitely going to try and implement it in this instance. And it's not going to work. Because it's very transparent. And again, it's just another sign that they're trying to fight. And they're trying to be like, oh, well, you have to see it from our angle. We can't see it from your angle because we're not billionaires. We can see from outside your angle and it looks like you're just hoarding money. But they they will never be able to regain the PR battle. They've lost it. So I don't know if the owners are going to wake up. I don't think they care. I, I don't think they want baseball in 2020. And that's going to be really annoying because that means I'm going to have to keep simming the Blue Jays and... After the past two games, I'm really not a fan of that. Losing by a combined 24-6 to margin while the Mariners hit 10 home runs is not fun. I want real baseball to talk about. So, get your act together. Actually make an effort. Or you're going to have the same depressed numbers that you did after that 94-95 lockout. And it's all going to be on the owners. It's all going to be their fault. And good luck. Trying to find people who are willing to cross the picket line during a pandemic to try and make it up for you. Just not happening. Anyway, there will be a positive episode coming because I get to talk about the MLB draft. Yay. So feel free to check in on that. If you want to follow me on Twitter and talk about how greedy the owners are, you can do so at a underscore j underscore andrews the underscores are there because twitter is dumb you can subscribe to this podcast on google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, stitcher spotify himalaya wherever you get podcasts you can subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode like when we do these double headers and you can follow the podcast on twitter at locked on jays and you can follow it on facebook if you want a condensed version of blue jay stuff without me getting all political but now that we have reached the end of this podcast why not check out locked on mlb you can tell your smart device hey smart device play locked on mlb and you'll get sully and sully is just as angry at the owners as i am so feel free to check that out and we will be back very shortly with you know a much happier episode where we get to talk about austin martin super happy so until then for everyone at the locked on podcast network and everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com i'm aj andrews thank you all so much for listening to one of tonight's episodes and y'all take care